last time on The Empire's Edge. I'm Master Treadstone! Hear me roar! <laughs> What's cracking me up is we barely have a society and we've already got a secret society. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and shillelagh. I could teach them shillelagh. Um, I think we're going to teach them fairy fire as the first one. And lurching up out of one of these streams uh, and rushing forward is one of the giant lizards. Ju- the, the arrow just, just did that one advantage. Oh, neat. Uh, let, let's see if I got a crit. Yeah! <laughs> Stay on the table. Oh! oh my God. That was a natural twenty. There's a roar and a cheer that goes up. That was impressive. At the end of the day, when this thing's been butchered, and uh, there's this overwhelming joy through this settlement that they've never experienced this much community. You can tell this is going just so so well. And it seems that people that were on the periphery that are coming in are coming in even faster. The pavilion's set up. You've been preparing this stuff you know, for the whole week, but definitely today. Everyone is arranging themselves on the grass around this lawn area for this town hall meeting to happen. So everyone is gathering for the town hall. It's been a couple of days since the lizard battle and many, many of the community have shown up and you're all walking in toward it. It's mid-morning as this is starting. There are tables set up, there's food, various game things that Jacob and other of the ranger initiates have been gathering up, a lot of different uh, plant food life as well, roots and things that uh, Zelen and her initiates have uh, brought to it. So there's a lot of stuff set up. There's fresh water. Freaking out, getting ready. He's like, oh, God, the feast is happening today. It's happening today. <laughs> uh, and you're heading into, there, there's no pavilion tent or anything. It's just a big open area. But you're heading toward that. Now, I had a point. Uh, I thought about this this last week, and I should have come up with it a little bit sooner, but I want to try this. Um, I want to go find Cert, and I want to uh, send He's him right over your shoulder. He's always like right, right behind you. I turned to him. Uh, Cert, two days ago, we fought that lizard that came down there. It was absolutely a mother. It's nest can't be too far from here. I was talking to you when we were uh, scouting through the forest and we uh, mentioned the nest and the eggs of the lizards. Uh, it's a little too late to get some eggs for the meal. I think things are starting right now. Stop eating all the eggs. I want to task you with finding, tracking down the nest of that lizard and seeing if there are any eggs in the nest. Don't touch them. Don't do anything else with them, but find that nest and bring that information back to us because... Like I said before, those lizards could be uh, beasts of burden, beasts of birds, and just like just extremely valuable just to help with the settlement here, what we're trying to build. So you want me to find the eggs, but leave the eggs? Yes, just find them. See if you can see where they are, because there could be more lizards in the area. Just the information is all we need, and then come back with that information once you have it. All right, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll take Yuz Larch Ringer with me just to make sure I'm, you know, I have somebody with me. Yeah, and uh, w- you know what we're about to do with our uh, with our town hall meeting. See if you can't, uh, whoever else you want to be representing your family, have someone else to stand in your place. Okay, so he goes off to find Yuz and also to probably tell somebody that, you know, you vote for us or whatever you probably guys decide wants to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he takes off. It's the first time you haven't had your shadow in like, a week, whatever. <laughs> week and a half. Like, oh like, god, it's just so good. <laughs> god, this that guy, right? You've been holding in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so everyone gathers. There's a lot of noise and you know tumult. It takes for a while for it to get get going, and then it slowly gets quiet. As I would think, there, there's a couple of the the half orcs that have been a little more uh, noticeable, a little more visible. Uh, some of the lead initiates that, uh, that you have been training with the exception of cert and the three of you in the middle of this area, 
Uh, how do you want to initiate this? So I'm going to step forward um, and say, you've built homes. It's time now to create community. The next step is to form a government. With that government, you could then gain recognition by Warland and be a Warland protected community. What we would suggest is one vote per homestead. Your first step is to elect a leader. And the, 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 all the voices talking all at once, people to, talking to the person right next to them, uh, almost eclipses you by the time you're done talking. There's so much talk. Uh, it goes around and around. It probably lasts for a good 10 minutes before they're finally done just trying to get their head around what you're, they're being asked to do or is it a good idea. And one of the, the, the ideas that comes out of the crowd is, you know, if we, if we perceive ourselves, we, we set ourselves up to be too powerful, uh, then somebody's going to send a force here to crush us. We know this will be the case. Warland needs an outpost to the south. You have established that outpost and are making homes in it. You are more useful to the Baron here. He wouldn't drive you out. And then after, uh, again, another about 10 minutes of that, that talk going around, uh, Boris, go ahead and roll. I wanted to say persuasion, but I don't think it's that. Uh, it's... Um, yeah, Intimidation. I think persuasion. <laughs> yeah, am I scaring them or am I persuading them? Persuading <laughs> them. Diplomacy is yeah. the point of persuasion. Diplomacy. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no that's, that's diplomacy 3. is 5. persuasion. Here. Okay, got persuasion it. Persuasion is the now. Yeah. Yeah, persuasion. Oh, I had it right. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Not seventeen for a twenty-three. Uh, excellent. Nice. So uh, after uh, a handful of minutes, it seems like the what is being kind of echoed back out of the group as you guys are all in the middle is that uh, you know I agree with Boris on this one, or it makes sense what he's saying. That it sounds like is that's being communicated through all of them. I guess they're each giving each other advantage. That they <laughs> that they're doing better and better uh, around this group. To where when it quiets down again, somebody you know chimes up and says, "Well, how do we start? What do we do if we're voting one person per homestead or per family? Uh, what do we do to have a leader? And how do you make a government? What's what are some What are some names? Who are some people that you could see leading this community? Trustworthy, Who do you want to be skilled. in charge. Uh, and yeah, the, the, the word goes up almost immediately. Uh, you hear, I'm sorry, a, a number of Zellens, a number of Jacobs, but a lot of Boris. Oh. <laughs> so, that they, they, and then they start, you know, once it, it, you know. Catches. Catches on, it's building up steam. They're like, Boris, Boris, no, Boris. No, no, That they're ready to make you king of this, <laughs> of this little valley, this unincorporated valley. Yeah, no, I'm a paladin of devotion, not a paladin of conquest. No can do. Um, <laughs> no, choose one from among you. My and mission is to the Baron and will take me elsewhere. You must pick one of your number, and one it, of you know, true to this place to lead you. And it starts circling around again. Go ahead and roll that persuasion again, just see and how do. we do. Okay, one better with a nat 18 for a 24. Wow, nice. <laughs> nice. So it does catch on. that that It must make sense to them right away that it should be one of them. And a few different names are being called out, but then a particular name is finally called out. And that's, they're, they're saying arch, it sounds like over again, or a deer skinner, deer skinner, arch, 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 deer skinner. And it's a person here four you haven't even met yet. And a person steps forward um, and says, uh, I could be leader. I would be leader, but there could be others that might want to do this too. But it, it seems almost overwhelming like this, that it's, they've already almost agreed without 
being official like yeah. did we set up or are we standing on any sort of like a raised platform like a soapbox or a stage or anything to give us soapboxes a... haven't been invented <laughs> so we invented soapboxes in the last uh, couple weeks along with bulldozers and cement, <laughs> and mixers. cement mixers yeah <laughs> this is one really sturdy uh, pavilion that we've mm-hmm. made here so um bring, bring i invent ar-15s and conquer the planet there you go <laughs> um, br- i would think there's probably some kind of a, a little platform yeah. Yeah. Uh, bring him up on our race platform while they're still cheering and chanting his name just kind of like like this like yeah, not like he's the champion him. kind of thing but just presenting him to the people and just getting that sort of a, a as the the cheers start to get any even higher kind of bolstering everybody in okay the area. i love it yeah so and again with him being so visible in the middle because there's probably even people here that don't even know who arch Dear Skinner is. You guys didn't know just until, you know, 30 seconds ago. Uh, to be fair, though, we didn't know anybody a week ago. Yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> and that it seems to take, there's a more unification to how they're yelling and chanting that they, they fixated on that. And you can imagine, it could be that for a lot of them, they might think they could be a very good leader, might throw their hat in the ring, but they're also considering, I'm not sure I've bought into this idea that that guy's safe. That if somebody you know, uh, the Baron of Arkland or the Baron of Warren comes after somebody, they're coming after whoever we decide is the leader first. Yeah. So that sounds like a very dangerous Everybody wants to be, to be the leader. Nobody wants to be the first leader. Yeah, or the, <laughs> yeah. the, the one responsible. So he's Arch, there. It, it seems the village has spoken. <laughs> Your area has spoken. Mm. Do you agree? Do you take this on? Yeah. Uh, Did we want to have like a proper vote or I think everyone's screaming this guy's name since we're already at a, a selection of kind of I don't have household the ink about. to like dip people's fingers. He, so. yeah. he uh, turns toward you, Jacob, when you says that and when you say that and he says, uh, I agree. If we're going to have government, we should have a vote and not just a throng chanting that way. So how do we initiate that? I the the easiest thing that pops into my head immediately is just like kind of draw a line and have like people standing on the side they want to vote with because you can just see massive numbers that way versus having to do anything with ink or paper. Mm. Love it. Yeah, we couldn't do ink and pa- paper anyway. They probably don't. That have would take it. all of my map splice. Exactly, uh, <laughs> all of your map splice. <laughs> right. I like that idea. We could establish a first past the post system in that we set up a post and whoever's passed it first is in charge. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, we could also just do, you know, all in favor, I, all opposed, nay. Or you could even have people uh, the separate, you know, slightly, so you're in your family or homestead groups. There you go. And one person in that just signals yeah, raise their hand, hand or something. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, let's go so who, who, was, who was the louder? You were the louder voice so far. Like, get them, like, Boris, yeah, well, sure. get them separated. Um, divide by homestead so that you know, one vote per can be counted. Um, and I'll start... You know, I'll instruct them that when they hear the name they want to vote for, raise your hand, um, and then list through however many names. If it's just Arch, then it's just Arch. Um, but, and uh, it, I'd bet there's you know two or three. It probably takes a good fifteen twenty minutes for it to organize this way before they they do just that. And then as you call for it, you're just like going around the the circle of all these groups of people, and you know you know all four Arch, Deer Skinner. And hands go up all over the place, and you're counting through it and counting through it, counting through it. Please, please, one hand per household. This is already difficult <laughs> enough. Right. And as you get through that, it looks like it's absolutely unanimous. But you realize that off to one side, you know, in this circle, where's the side? That there is one individual who seems to be a household unto herself, is just sitting there, like waiting for another you know, someone to tally any other name. Like, you know, who's the right in on this one? <laughs> All right. Mickey Mouse. Harambe. <laughs> and goes, goes right up in the air. <laughs> right. Like that. So when when it's all, it, it, when you're, you've tallied and you, you would have something like 60 
60, you know, three, let's mm. say, uh, different households that have all voted and they're all voting for Arch Deer Skinner. There's this one person of you, you know, any other votes? Yeah. One hand goes up. Who are you voting for? Myself, she says. I vote for Krull Hawkseer. Noted. And, and looks around waiting for anybody else. <laughs> yeah, right. All in favor of Krull Hawkseer. And people, you know, a good person, good fighter, good warrior. No, but no. Arch, arch. <laughs> just got just, arch, 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 arch. Them's the breaks. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so Welcome to politics. Arch is definitely, definitely voted in. Mm. Yeah. And once he, he comes back to it again, he looks over in the direction of Crawl and says, uh, thank you for, for putting your own self forward to, uh, to run for this office too. And perhaps you could be the next one or a future leader or an advisor. I don't know what it takes to set up a government. But then he turns to the group at large and he says, the first thing that I can tell we need to do is to have a name for ourselves. And all sorts of things go up, all kinds of ideas. People are running up to him, suggesting things. And after some time again, as it, he calms everybody back down again, and he says, as my first action, as your, your new mayor, as the first mayor, I suggest I nominate the name for this region of Weldon. Weldon meaning the place established in the old language. And let's vote on this. By household, all in favor. And it's just all over the place. Hands just totally go up. Gotcha. Uh, does uh, does Crawl's hand go up for the name Weldon? Yeah, Crawl's okay with that too. She's, she's fine with that being named that way. Good. And so with that, that, that seems pretty set. That's the best case. In that, like that town hall was very, very smooth. That yeah, was honestly. Lovely. Nobody got beat up. Yeah. No so, fights, no blood. Now, do we want to suggest to him that he kind of create a leadership board that he has maybe one of each of our initiative it's, uh, yeah. initiates? There you yeah. go. Like, ha- like your cabinet is just like the, the head of each of the different areas. Mm-hmm. If CERT is really going, is going to be my right-hand man, the one that's most trained in the areas that I'm there, the most expert ranger yeah. that I'm able to create, he'd then be... Sarkham as the militia head. And what was yours? Corn. Corn. Yep. Mm-hmm. So once you guys communicate that to him too, he announces that to the people that his his cabinet, uh, his advisory board will be Sarkham and Cert, though Cert's not present currently, uh, and Corin. And everyone seems agreeable to this. It's probably been about an hour and a half this has been going on, something probably. like that. Uh, and then he turns again to you, Boris. What does this mean then that now I'm leader, that we are a unified people, though we originate you know, the descendants of different tribes of orcs and different human peoples. What does it mean to Warland? Uh, you now act as the representative of these people to Warland that um, whenever he needs to make a trade arrangement or if, um, you, if territory, uh, farmland needs to be adjudicated between two homesteads, you are the person that does that. Um, you lead these people, make decisions for them. I would encourage still a vote so that no dissenters and you know, divisions form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, it is your call to make. Then we need to send some sort of message to the Baron of Warland. Indeed. Um, and so as those details are working out, uh, any notions, Ellen, about uh, would you need to send any of this to... A Warland via Bluebird or the Druids, or are you good with that right now? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I think that we need to 
give an update to Warland. They know we're here, but that's all they really know. So I'd like to update that we've, I, I might have sent a bluebird already to tell them I've established a circle here. Uh, I, I don't know if you mentioned the circle. I know you definitely mentioned the, uh, that, that, we we found the that we found the half yeah. orcs here, but yeah, yeah. that so, there is a here to be at. Right, exactly. So can, yeah. Because so, it's also, it's been a couple of days, so we can update them on the town hall we just sure. had, yeah. and then you can talk that about That they've your, got leadership established. Yeah. 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 Yep. I guess the name of the leader, what they've called themselves. That what we called it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess any other detail you found about the area, because you know what- So can I send two bluebirds? Because oh, really, yeah. I'd like to send one to Warland and one to the Druid Circle. Well, just I think they, they would both go to the Druids anyway, because yeah. like, all messages are going to go through them. They've all got to go through oh, the Druids. The true. Druids yeah, relate the message true. to Warland after that. I just don't want to overburden these poor little bird brains. I mean- <laughs> I remember last time, it flew away much heavier than Exactly. <laughs> What's the average airspeed of a laden <laughs> So yes, you can do that, and you send that off with all the print information because he'd be interested one that there's also a militia being formed to you know contain, control, right, defend yeah. the area, uh, as well as whatever natural resources there are. Yeah, we'll so, have to update as we find. Yeah, yeah. So okay, that that sounds great. Next step from here is we send out those messages and we start fortifying, start continuing with training and yeah, training and uh, the Boris's plan. Well, let's go into that just real quick, so it also is a, a reminder for uh, listeners. Uh, Zellen, what is it you're working on during the course of this probably a few weeks you intend to stay here? So we are still training. Um, I have established who has talent, who has talent just druidically, and who also has the talent to cast spells. So I'm training kind of two different ways. Yeah, um, so with the druids, you're training up with, I think you chose a particular yeah, spell set for Bo them. Yes, yeah. But, well, particularly the Lasden's Light is the biggest one to train them on so that they can give all the fighters advantage in any fight that they have. So in this time as you're doing that, the uh, ones that did not have that seemed to uh, like inclination toward uh, druidic casting, they'd probably be sorcerers that they're like drawing up themselves, but they're untrained. And as much as they're trying to follow along, they're just working on finding their own path. Uh, but it, it's not, you know, if you were gonna grade them on how, how good or successful a druid they are, they would fail. But you do know they are doing their own kind of casting. They're getting a discipline from what you're doing, but not any of the instruction itself. So it does seem like there's two different classes of spellcasters rising up right now, both druids and sorcerers at this point. Uh, Jacob, what about you? What are you working on? Oh, uh, wait a minute. One other thing that I'm doing is I'm looking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for stones in the area because I recognized that that amethyst that we gave um, right. to the bugbears really kind of acted almost as currency so there might be other stones so if i could find some quartz or some um you know anything else that i might be able to find in this area that could be valuable either in terms of trading mm -hmm. or um valuable metaphysically that's another point too i have uh, eight more shards of those if we wanted to use that as kind of a way to we could gift those to the cabinet and the mayor to kind of be their like distinguishing thing like they have that as a oh yeah their chains of office yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I got I got plenty of those. We can we can hand those. Yeah, out. you guys decide yeah, that. That's cool. Nine as well. Um, uh, though, uh, I I do think it'd be better if something from within their culture manifested as a chain of office rather than uh, we introduce something. That's a good idea. That yeah, you know, maybe a bear claw or something like that. Braiding leather. It, it really truly could be anything. But I'd rather they're more the initiating factor with that than us. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, what I plan on doing with uh, with my time is setting up more with uh, with archers. We found all those uh, trees uh, in the in the setup weeks, as well as that uh, uh, deposit of flint. 
So having them crafting bows, crafting arrows, but also working on using those bows. So getting um, like building kind of target dummies out of uh, hay or straw grass okay, and yeah. uh, stretching a, a hide over those just to give them something to shoot at. Yeah, so you could bind that pretty tight, you know, like uh, natural grasses and put a like a drum head over it, so to speak. Yeah, and, sure. And then also spending time uh, seeing what I can do in the way of preparing uh, uh, saddles, hope, hoping that when uh, when Cert does return, that we have the materials that we could start making some rudimentary saddles and based on those little bit of schematics that I was able to draw from the complex in the mountain. Okay, so somewhere adjacent to where Boris and his workers have been putting up this bridge, you're establishing a spot that you're working, you know, just have a, an area and you, you're yeah. kind of adding to it as you go. What's the name of the shop where leather happens? Where you're like working Smithy at is the, like the tannery? Tannery, tannery probably. So, so that tannery. You're, you're working up a place to work out the structure for this and how to stretch leather, et cetera, and straps and whatnot. It'd be very and crude and rudimentary. But I'd yeah, start making yeah. noises about shields just because that's really useful yeah, for militia. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, sure. You could definitely do that with um, uh, heavy leather. You, yeah, what uh, a bear hide, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and then- what do we do? But that lizard skin. We also have the lizard skin. Yeah, the lizard skin. Lizard skin. Yes, yeah, so you have a lot of material to use. That yeah, you can a lot make of good shield options. Uh, things with. Then uh, Boris, what are you working on? A uh, bridge initially, getting that finished so we can move from you know, the Mott to Bailey and back and forth. Um, then once that's uh, completed or near enough completed, I think starting to define um, the. Uh, uh, you know, kind of areas for palisades where walls will be, but, you know, just kind of as an initial thought, so we know kind of the space we're working with, but more importantly is setting up uh, an actual, like, smithy. Mm, that even, okay. even if there's nothing in the area, um, we'll be getting metals from somewhere eventually, and I'd rather ha get them to metalworking as quickly as possible rather than just kind of keeping them at a Stone Age level of technology. Okay, yeah, great. That makes a lot of sense. So again, in proximity to where the bridge is, obviously that bridge is where you be joined the, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the Mott and Bailey's two right, different yeah. parts to it. So somewhere in a, on the lower area, you know, right, the, yeah. the near side, the pavilion side of the creek. So yeah, definitely setting all those things up, and that makes an, a lot of good sense there too. I was going to say something else about the, um, what you were setting up with uh, right before that. Palisades. Oh, yes. Yeah, kind of um, defining the area rather than actually constructing the walls currently. It would make sense then that Arch probably puts together a team and sends people out to look for, you know, trees of a certain height. Yeah. Like poplar would make the most Hugh sense. timbers and... Maybe pine. Yeah. You know, and some to, amount of stone to, to it. start. And uh, even though you yourself are working more on, I want to set up a smithy, he puts teams of workers in to start making what would be uh, a, a trench and where you would put the, uh, you know, the tree trunks into... Uh, to tip them upright to make a palisade. Good, nice, yeah. Yeah, so that that's in the working too. So. Yeah, so as much construction and like actual like making of the structure, I'm happy to advise, but the more he takes over, the happier I'll be because that lets, one, the kind of shaping of the, of the settlement come from their leader rather right. than an outside force, and it gives me more time to work on training the militia, introducing shields once we have them um armor if i can maneuver that and then just you know weapon craft generally okay great so that all that's happening along with the the druid training the archery training and bow making yeah. and uh the militia probably making training. weapons once you start bringing back larger pieces of that flint yeah all right so in about a week since the town hall you've been going through all these different things you're doing um oh let me back up a step uh after three days uh, Cert comes back, Jacob, oh. uh, and uh, he finds wherever you're working at that point and reports to you. He's like, Jacob, 
uh, I did find a clutch of eggs. And he starts describing this hill, that ridge. Remember, you know, four days ago when we were hiking this place, that place. Mm-hmm. It's in that direction, but much further up that uh, that creek. Um, and when somebody else says, you know, where was it? This place, this place is no, no, no. It was the green Creek. And then they're like, okay, that, that way. And so there is a large clutch of eggs. Um, and I didn't go further up, but it looks like there might be multiple clutches of eggs further up into that, uh, this little Creek Valley, this little marshy area. Well, yay for the eggs, but queuing in on green Creek, I want to ask him, is that just, is that a name that would you guys call that green Creek or does the water actually run green? We started calling it that Uh, everyone knows that, uh, no one lives right in that area because, uh, the water isn't drinkable. So it's just, it's just, uh, like a dead Creek. Uh, there's, there's not much growing in that Creek itself. It's not that it's green because it has a lot of like algae or moss or something in it. There's uh green on the stones and the water. So even on a clear, clear day, it always has a kind of a green look to it. Well, stuff. David has an idea what that means, but I guess I should make a roll to see if whether or not Jacob can kind of put two and two together yeah, with that so information. Nature, yeah. Uh, 16. Uh, you would know that that's a possibility for, um, copper deposit. Figured. All right. Uh, now take the two Ooh. of them to go and find uh, Boris. Any tin while we're at it? <laughs> <laughs> if I could jump them directly from sticks to bronze, I'd be a happy guy. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I arrive with uh, um, Cert and who was the other one he, uh, we were with? Uh, Yuz. Yuz. Cert and Yuz and um, go to Boris. So Boris, um, great news. Um, eggs, yes. Uh, be some flavor yeah, in the future. <laughs> yeah. But also, so I, that's what I thought. <laughs> but also, and I, I, I give the floor to them. It's like, tell, tell them, tell them what you found. And they communicate the whole thing. Marvelous. Let's start uh, setting up tools, seeing if we can pan for that in the river, um, find a larger deposit and start mining it. That, that is a tremendous wealth. Uh, this settlement just became even more valuable to the Baron. Um, and somebody else says, I, I, I'll send word to Arch. And uh, people go off in different directions. So what do you do as far as the uh, the eggs go? I want to put a small outfit together and um, go on a little adventure that way. Uh, do you want to... Lizard hunting. Yeah, and, yeah I'll I come mean, along. I, I take some people with me because if, if, if we're going for the eggs, they might still be able to get an idea looking at the at the copper deposit itself. So we have two different missions in mind, but same area. Okay. Um, Zellan, any of your people involved in this? Or are you involving yourself? Yeah, in? if we're invited. So, yeah, you, I mean, you were looking, <laughs> you, you, you wanted to find some sort of a valuable resource here that they could uh, attach themselves onto. That seems like a fun thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think the three of us should definitely go in case there is lizards. Yeah. True. Um, and as you are, it's going to be a good day away. So you're getting mm-hmm. gear together, you know, you're packing stuff up and all mm-hmm. that. And you, then you, you know, leave, I guess, probably set whoever is in charge of the local things going on, yeah. uh, construction or the making, whatever you check in with those people. So everything's still running smoothly. Yeah. They've and, got, you know, a week of further instruction. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're feeling a lot better with it. You know, there's plenty of mistakes, but a lot of learning going on and you head off in that direction. So, uh, let me just give a, 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 a random encounter for the time you're traveling out yeah yeah gotta know if there's getting some xp that we don't you. use no yeah. apart from apart from scaring up game that uh that runs off you guys are like on your mission uh you don't see anything that would have been like like the checkers or dominoes or <laughs> nice. no more no more bears so you guys travel out from like the the central area of uh, weldon and you're heading up they're falling creeks they're, they're that's just their way to, to to note where they are from one place to the next and so for the next day, really, the whole day, uh, you're following various creeks, splitting off here and there. Jacob, you're, you're getting to know them. You recognize more and more of them as you're going out. 
for the other two of you and and a couple of the party that uh, are coming with you, uh, it's new to them that they really don't know their own region apart from the spot that's theirs and maybe how to get to somebody else's uh, farmstead. And then camping overnight, there is no encounter. I didn't roll for you know, any kind of a, a dangerous encounter. Uh, the next morning, he you know starts you up again and you head off further up and you travel for another couple, three hours. And then you get to a particular creek valley. And as you're approaching that, uh, you can see that there is evidence of like green in stones and you're looking at that. But during that same time, Zellen, you notice that there are uh, a lot of red rock deposits that are in this creek as though it's been cut through in, uh, in so either the, this red deposit has been cut through or it's been broken up by the water itself. Mm, I'm going to go and take a closer look at that and see if I can recognize the stone. Uh, roll your nature. Um, Twelve. You recognize as being river jasper. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, I'm going to take it is ark's not with us is he no no okay. he's back organized um so stuff. i'm going to take it to boris and jacob to just take a handful of a number of pieces okay. and say this is this stone is river jasper and the properties of the stone are that it's very protective it's stabilizing it instills courage and intelligence that's just these are just natural properties in this stone these could be great stones for them to use as talismans there you go yeah yeah let's bring some pieces back and is it valuable suggestion um, well, if it could be, I mean, it's not going to be as ja valuable as the amethyst, but gotcha. yes, it could certainly have value. Uh, right. Ooh. So you can yeah. easily have some pieces and, um, you we'll know, load up some of our guys, but let's put a few, put a few rocks in their bags, whatever you, whatever you'd want there <laughs> too. Um, go ahead and roll a, um, they, I, I, I wanted to do a luck on a different role and I forget what I finally came up with. If it's, uh, probably, a let's do an investigate now, probably a perception as you're, you're, walking through the creek or alongside the creek now to see what 18. you can find. Great. So you're able to find six pieces uh, that would fit like in the palm of your hand, uh, like a river stone, okay. semi-polished. They're, they're not exactly polished stones, right. but semi-polished that would um, that would serve us really, really well for the thing you're talking about. Great. Nice. All right, so traveling further up, you're seeing more and more of this green in the stone itself and uh, plant life's growing about the way that it would. It does look like maybe there's less stuff growing in the, the creek itself. Uh, but Zellen and Jacob, go ahead and roll your, uh, your nature, your survival, and let me know what you get out of that. 21. 19. There, you went the other way. How yeah. about that? <laughs> Five. Yeah. This is a pretty river. This is nature. <laughs> that it does look like this is copper deposits that are nice. uh, in in the stone around here. That's good. Uh, and there's a greater concentration as you're going further in this direction that mm -hmm. he's leading you into. Uh, you get into like a, a kind of a headwater of this creek, and it's more of a marshy area. You know, it spreads out. It's flatter. Mm -hmm. It's not truly a marsh, but you could imagine if there was a flood, the water would need to come up more than just like six or eight inches, and it's going to flood out some of this area. And he leads you right up to one of these uh, catches of eggs. Oh, oh nice. Okay. okay. So cool. I will uh, uh, search the area or get to get a, a, a sense of tracks, see if there's uh, another yes, larger survival. lizard nearby. Survival. I'm in my favorite train, right? We're in the... Yes. Fourth. Yeah, it's 18. There are definitely tracks all around this area. Uh, nothing gets too, too close because I would imagine the lizards themselves worry about crushing their own, their own eggs. But you would say, yeah, like this morning, like within an hour, there was a fairly substantially sized lizard 
that was moving around this area. Everyone stay alert. There's definitely another larger lizard in the area, at least this morning. What time is it? What time is it right now? It'd be about like nine, ten o'clock. Okay, so a couple hours ago, a few hours ago. Uh, I have a high skill on animal handling. Will that help with us knowing if these eggs are still viable and if... Um, yeah, it's reasonable. Go ahead and roll it. Yeah. Uh, that is a... Gosh, I'm having trouble with math, math. today. Yeah, exactly. It's a 22 unnatural. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> that always... <laughs> yes, you you do believe that this is a living clutch of eggs, that these aren't just old and abandoned, okay. you know, they're, they're dead or something like that. No, these are... They're alive. Okay. okay. And um, you could probably also tell too, like you know, sticking your finger in the ground near it, uh, what's the temperature where they seem to be uh, properly gestating. Right. Get, a, get a good idea of this area because if we're going to take these eggs back, we want to be able to, to have an area where when they do hatch, we can imprint on them immediately. So mm-hmm. kind of take notes, get an idea of this kind of environment that they're in. Yeah, so we try can and rebuild a nest. Recreate it. Now we've communicated with the town what our goal is, right? That our, our goal is to to hatch these lizards, if not train the whole town, them. at least those in charge. The yeah, a yeah. couple okay. of people. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Okay. So, good. is the plan right now then, Jacob, to leave the eggs here and let them, like, you know, go for another, you know, week or two, whatever you think that it's going to be until they're, they're ready to hatch out, or are you taking some of them back with you? If it um, does, it seem like they are they they are going to take a couple weeks in order to hatch, or if we if we take them back now, then we'd have them at the we we could have them hatching in a couple days back at the make another roll, both of you. What are we wanting? Or advantage one to the other. Oh, uh, natural 20? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take that. Whatever skill you want it to be. You'd say they're close. Oh, Like close. Within, within the next few days, you think uh. these things are about ready, that you're getting the movement, the, the, the quality of the leathery uh, epidermis of these eggs is changing, so you do think they are getting closer to uh, them hatching out. Gotcha. I'd say taking them back with us. I agree. The... They, we need to be the first thing that they, or yeah. their trainers need to be the first as, things they see. As long as we can keep them warm and viable, yeah. yeah. Right. So how many are there? There are 23. Oh, Holy Moses. Wow. I was thinking like seven would be a good number. 23. Yeah. yeah well, um, let's think about that. How many can we reasonably train? How many we, people did we bring with us on this song? How many can we carry? Right. Um, as far as I know that you each brought your principal person with you and yeah. you also have Yuz. Okay. So there's, so there's seven of you right now. Gotcha. So, I mean, how big are the eggs, I guess, is the next question. Uh, they would be like between chicken egg and ostrich size. So kind of halfway between. Okay. Them. So a little bigger than a softball, maybe? Uh, a little smaller than fist. a softball. A little yeah. smaller yeah, than a softball. Fist is good, yeah. Okay, a so small calf's heart. That's like three, three <laughs> eggs per person. So here's what Dude, I'm... Here's that what is I'm... a long-running in-joke that uh, <laughs> How many calf one hearts? of our number <laughs> is, used to work on a dairy farm and has a context for the size of a calf heart. The rest of us, being human, do not. <laughs> um, so one of, the, one of the things to think about is the training of these, because I think we need a one-to-one training until we understand how they learn. Do and we have 23 people we want to give? It, it, that's exactly right. I think um, we know we have 60 homesteads. So 63. 63, 63 homesteads. So yeah. uh, what, what's the distribution we want? Because we want to have some that are dedicated for working in the fields. We want to have some maybe that are dedicated for working with a well, militia. I think, I think first we go with your kind of more rangery people, the ones yeah. that are inclined to work with animals to see if it's viable. Because it might be they hatch and are utterly belligerent and we can't train them whatsoever. Yeah, so and the druids too have, you want to go would with have like, animal skills. Or yeah. Like 14, like we just grabbed two. The seven of us that are here, we each grabbed two. We just bring 14 of them back. Again, it's I, a I matter of keeping plenty. them warm as yeah, well. So it, yeah, so it's also a matter if some of them fail, if we if we get back, we have 14, yeah. but maybe only you know eight of them Ten. survive the trip yeah. back or something like that. Yeah, well, I think that there's, uh, I had said about eight people are kind of 
doing ranger training with you. Mm -hmm. And it was about the same number of spellcasters, uh, but really I think just four of the, three of them I think actually, uh, were expressing a, a, a druid sense. So probably just three really, that would make sense. Uh, and then Boris, again, you had a, about eight, 12 people, um, let's just call it 10, yeah. that were training um, with you as your initial militia group. Yeah, but that, that's my point. I don't want them in the militia yet until we're sure that they can actually be trained. Right, that they're not yeah. just dangerous. Right, that the people who understand how animals think and have a better aptitude for training them should attempt it first. I agree. I think we I think we each take two, yeah, assuming so with my not all of them are going to hatch. Yeah. Okay. And um, All right, that sounds good. So we do our best to, to care for the 14 that we do grab. Do we want to leave these other ones here to kind of like keep the ecosystem or do we want to do we want to kill oh, the no, younglings? I, I, th I think we get rid of them. Yeah. Okay. Right. I know what do you, what do you not think, very druid of me. Um, I was thinking leaving them because we are, whether they're trained or not, we're reducing the population by a good you know, two thirds, at least for this one locale. There may be other clutches, clutch locations. Mm -hmm. Um, their supply of meat and leather, we need them. Yeah. Yeah. If nothing else, if we can, uh, you breed them to docility, if we can capture and maintain them, if not as work animals as livestock, then they're going to become fairly important in the area. Cool. Uh, so, so I say leave them. So the, um, I don't know what, like, I don't know if it was a myth or something like that, but like touching like bird's eggs, they would say like the, the, the mother bird wouldn't return wouldn't back. Wouldn't come back. The, uh, that is mm -hmm. a myth. I, I know that's a myth. It was like, I don't know if like a similar thing or if it actually legitimately exists for uh, lizards or anything. Like if our scent is in this area, if the lizard would sense that I danger. I honestly don't know. I've eggs. never looked into that one. Are you like, like, Pee on this clutch of eggs or well, something. Just, to oh, I, the the You're gonna trying, lick every one of them. Trying to get just the 14, so that way we can ensure the best rate of survival for the remaining nine, and just so they can potentially hatch and grow into eggs that we could hunt All down. Right, let's just do that as a, as a nature check or animal handling, either one of the animal things. Uh, hope you did better. I did. 22. Oh, okay, 14. Yeah. Oh, we'll go with that. You've I didn't done... even know what you rolled. I'm just like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it like this, <laughs> that you've done all you can to maintain that population just that way. Okay, right. cool. And um, head back to the uh, the creek and did you bring any uh, sort of, what are they called, panning material or just anything like that that we can get an idea for the core? Quality core. of the copper? Copper deposit. There we go. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be reasonable that I'd have, well- do they have anything like that? The, um, they would just be using you. Know, people pan for gold because they had a pan. Yeah, uh, and fair. that's that. The, and you you don't really pan for copper the same way. Mm. Uh, you're looking for uh, an ore. It's not going to flick off the same way. Yeah. Just maybe grab but one of those rudimentary. It's, it's actually indicative of that. It's probably further upstream. Yeah. Oh, okay. if, there, if there's a, a copper deposit, if there's a tarnish. Yeah. It's going to be somewhere in like a slightly higher. Well, that's higher good. Hill. Let's not have people mining right beside the lizard nest. Yeah, that yeah. would be kind of awkward, right? So. <laughs> So um, the question is, do you go further to try to find where this copper is coming from? Not or do you with go the eggs, down? no. Okay, saying. so you're heading back down. Do we want to just go back to the, uh, the thing here and maybe just uh, see if we can find one piece of ore or something in the area and just kind of like break off a piece of it to get an idea of, we can make an estimation. Yeah, yeah why just, not? Just roll your, yeah. your, your nature skill. Yeah, it, you know, whatever fork would read. Hey, 22. Yeah, so you can definitely get a piece of this uh, ore to, to bring back and show to cool. them what it awesome. looks like. And I do that and they know the direction okay so let me just roll if there's any encounters coming down we all make sure i we all take the best care of our eggs that we can yeah that's right so as like you guys potato just kind of about 200 feet away from where this clutch is that you just you know robbed a whole bunch of the eggs from that while you're doing that you know 
part of the hill seems to slide and move. It's one of the larger lizards. Uh, It doesn't follow you. It goes down to that clutch of eggs and it's circling it. It's looking at it. You can imagine it's have the intelligence to count to make sure they're there. There's eggs there. It smells like eggs there. And uh, so it seems to be staying in this protective pattern, goes back up to its perch. And once it holds still, it blends in fairly well with the uh, with the land. So it was definitely in a, a position where it probably could have done a move and a strike uh, to you guys. The whole time we were there. Probably the whole time you're standing there, yeah. Yikes. Um, Thanks, Ranger. I had a pretty good <laughs> roll with my perception. <laughs> but the, the guard of that, that clutch is still there, and you guys head. Or, or do, you, do you engage it? Do you move toward it to do something? Uh, not no, with, not, not, with, the not eggs. with the eggs. we got to get the eggs. Yeah. It, okay, it'd be great so. to have that leather, but we also we want these eggs to hatch. We want these eggs that we have with us to be safe. We have a long-term resource to yeah. have. That's right. Uh, a war to plan, my wife to frame. I'm swamped. so you leave that area you head back down the stream it's a lot faster going back down you know the area better and it's easier to get back from and it's downhill but it's uh, and that must be the case must be downhill that instead of having to spend the night you actually you're walking a good bit faster probably because you're thinking about these eggs getting them to a place where they can be a little more stable than for college already you realize that if you just if you walk into like dusk past dusk into you know past sunset that you could make make it back to the pavilion camp tonight. Awesome. Uh, and so you're you're, you're, you're pushing it. Uh, and you do, you get back and you set up making, setting up nest areas for that. Yeah. All right. So a couple of days after that, uh, well, everyone's working, a uh, close eyes on the eggs are monitored. They're being uh, watched very closely. Um, somebody points, they're, they're pointing skyward and then more and more pointing, they're looking at it. And a few very large birds are wheeling around and coming down to your position. And they are enormous. You're, you're thinking this thing might have a wingspan of like 10 or 12 feet. It is it Wingspan is like owls? Huge. Because uh, I was waiting for that statement in with you recognize them or roll a nits. I didn't know what was going to happen <laughs> next. You recognize them, roll oh, okay. a nits, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, coming down, people are, are moving and panicking. People are knocking arrows and bending bow. Hold. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> And uh, it takes a number of yells like that. Go ahead and roll whatever intimidate or persuasion is your best one uh, to get people to back down. Uh, at, at advantage, because I've trained most of these people. I, I'm reasonable with that. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, 24. Get, uh, all of you have advantage because as they, you start yelling that without even questioning as to why you are, Arch himself is, hold, hold, stop, you know, don't lose, yeah. don't lose. Uh, and that would be a benefit there too. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so what, what roles do you guys have? 17. 11. 24. All right. So with, with those <laughs> roles, everyone yelling, they do like relax their bows. People are still holding their weapons yeah, in hand. Yeah, probably not take But the they're arrow not off. pointing <laughs> the things, you know, skyward, but they're still, you know, knocked and ready. Uh, and circling lower and lower, they are giant owls. And as a clearing is made, people back off where they're obviously coming down to. They swoop in, come in for a landing on the ground just adjacent to you. And Boris, somehow they look bigger than what they were when you're up <laughs> you're on the right. cliff, just kind of startling when they're in proximity to other people that way. Um, and they all look identi- identical to you, but speaking in celestial. So no one else there is picking right. up on the language. Yeah. Um, uh, one of them says, Boris, it is I, Rashwan. Hail, Prince of the Donalar. Uh, hail, I saw happenings here in this valley, uh, great movements, and I thought... 
perhaps we have a safer place to hunt now uh, and other things to eat. Uh, we saw there were people that were making cabins, but they were disorganized. More is happening. And I came to investigate myself. We have rallied these people, these half works, into a settlement uh, on behalf of the Baron of Warland. Uh, we have named it Weldon. And this is all to uh, form a war party, uh, uh, an army, and to head back over the notched gap and destroy the bugbears? That can certainly be part of it. Um, first, we wanted to grow and nourish this community here so that good had a strong foothold. I accept your offer that one day these people will battle the bugbears for us. Um, and, uh, and I am pleased to know that these people are organized. I mean, statistically, yeah, they're going to come into conflict. They will come yeah, right. another, <laughs> large, silly, another yeah, large settlement that has very different ethics. Yeah, it's inevitable. I'm just not promising I'm leading. <laughs> while, while Boris is having his whole conversation with Roshwan, I want to go around actually putting hands on bows and having all of my people like point them at the ground, like, yeah. like arrows getting out here, like stop. Stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. And you're, gonna, you're embarrassing your me in front of the giant owl. <laughs> I'm going to try to very to try to quietly move to Boris just in case he wants to see him, like walk up a tree, <laughs> like he did before, so I can <laughs> do that thing again. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't ask him to do anything like that. Uh, but there are it, people as you're talking to them, and the leaders aren't afraid. People are gathering a little bit closer because they've never seen anything like this. Right, yeah. It'd be just so, so completely different. Owls the size of horses, yeah. Um, and uh, and he says it, it would be good, and he's talking more to Arch at this point, so I guess I'll have a conversation with myself. Uh, it would be good then for yeah, our people to stay yeah, in touch uh, once he's pointed out as the leader. And um, Arch would reply that it would be, it would be beneficial to have allies um, mm. not too far away uh, that have such capability uh, of flight and intelligence. Yeah, I'd so suggest... Like a mixture of the term allies and owl, like owl-eyes, <laughs> is what I heard. I don't know if that was... Yeah, you're right. Unintended puns are the best puns. Nice. Um, I'd suggest kind of in capacity as translating, you know, first to one, then uh, to the other, um, scouting the Green Creek that, you know, they could see where that deposit is, if there's any other nests along that line, um, and uh, gain more information, honestly, f more effectively than we could. Well, we certainly could, honestly. I, I, uh, I love finding the lizard uh, clutches. Uh, once they hatch out, um, it's good sport to chase them. Um, and uh, one, a small one, is a uh, is just a tidbit, but three or four together is a nice meal. We're working to uh, establish them as work animals here, though. And I, I'd show Rashwan kind of the clutch we're, uh, we've got in captivity, that and, we'd want them to be beasts of burden, mounts, hunting dogs. And probably the, 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 the plans of the rudimentary you know, frame you're building and working on for the saddle, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, impressed and curious that, that he would have never imagined such a thing. Well, I apologize. We've often deprived you of a, a, a number of your potential farm animals. Uh, we eat them when they're young. We've only just begun it. Um, and he says, well, uh, we shall take off from here and uh, we'll, send, uh, we'll send an owl as emissary. Uh, and he looks you know, at Archer, you know, talking, or at Arch rather, talking through you, Boris, and says, um, in one moon phase. All right. And I communicate that. And Honestly, probably start teaching people once they depart the rudiments of celestial, so we could they could communicate a couple back. of words, yeah, right, yeah, 
Well, as as much as I can, I'd probably stay until at least somebody's reasonably proficient. Have we asked the giant owl if it can speak common? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he starts saying things like, uh, yes, when I, uh, you know, scratch your scalp down to the bone, that means I disagree. And <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a brutal language you yeah. guys have right there. Hmm. And this is the good guy language? This is the good guy language. Uh, and then, you know, after that, that visit's over, uh, they take off and are heading back up toward, uh, toward their, their Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, even as they're getting ready to go, uh, he says, so we'll talk to you in one moon. Uh, about the Green Creek, and if you know they're given directions on how to get to it. Sure, yeah, yeah. All right, and then you know they flap and they go their thing. Right uh, on. Training continues. Uh, let's see. And, well, it was fun. Yeah, and I start te- teaching a language class now too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wearing a lot of hats around make here. Make a college right now. You need in a this lot place. more. Uh, uh, I'm all for um, Arngul 2.0. I guess I also need to set up a lot more stuff about making paper and making some pencils because if we're going to start classes, we need to be able to have tests. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Probably ink pens would be the best. We've got the feathers now. All right, so two weeks after the town hall, uh, the bridge is done. Oh, I I skipped it it again. Uh, a day after the uh, the Donalar emissary, my, my lizards? the lizards start hatching out. Yes. Uh, so they're they're coming out of the things. And these things would be, I don't know, like uh, like like kind of rat sized. You mm-hmm. know, they're they're not huge, but they're not teeny either. Um, and you have the, the length people... of your forearm for people with no context as a rat. Yeah, about, yeah. about like that. From, in this yeah, time, wrist to elbow. In know. this time that we got back, we would have picked our fourteen people, assigned them to an egg, and just saying like, "You're going to be the one who like we're. This is what we're trying to do with it, but you are going to be in charge of this lizard." Congratulations, you now have a dog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do a series of rolls with those individuals just to see how this comes out uh, and how they're doing with that as it's going. And of course, there's just so, so much um, interest in what's happening. And I would imagine that the two of you have also informed them what it what it takes and what it means and feeding them and anything else you would yeah. know about that. So out of this group of 14, it looks like even on that first, the first couple of hours of it, that 10 of them are very interested in focusing on that person who was the one that was there. Like as one was hatching, it was like, you know, yes, yes, right up there, right, there, right now, hold your hand out to it. Uh, that that they seem to be, as far as you can tell, bonding with them. But by the end of the day, there are four of them that don't seem to be any way interested and they keep losing them. They mm. have to do, they're doing more chasing to get after it, to scoop it back up again. And they're getting their, you know, fingers nipped at and there's there's no sharp teeth there that they're they're being bitten deeply mm-hmm. or anything. Uh, but it's not pleasant. It's not it's not nice. Uh, but ten of the fourteen seem to be holding. Gotcha. Um, I don't see any reason in uh, attempting to like keep them I in could... captivity to let them grow any point to where they'd be more of a resource. I just see them as a, uh, a nuisance what at if the I, moment. What if I did a ritual to speak with animals and see if I could talk to Ooh. them? Yeah, right. We can do that. Right. Just <laughs> to s- see if I could communicate that that hey, these are this is what's going on. <laughs> well, that these are your parents. That this is mm. that this is this person is your boss. Straighten yeah. up, act right. We're gonna smack you in front of your friends. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that know. came from a deep place. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I, don't make me count to three. Yeah, I, 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 I assume they're intelligent. <laughs> are they intelligent enough to 
be able to have a conversation or hadn't thought about it. So uh, can you cast this on all of them or is it just on one? I, th- uh, I think it's a, like a, is it you ritual. It. You're it's a ritual. It is a ritual. Yeah. I think we've had this conversation before. I think it was, it was Dr. Doolittle style. She casts it on herself and gains the ability to just speak to animals. Um, you can gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. All right. Yeah. So you could do just that. So as you initiate that spell and you're ready, um, We'll even say you have their attention, all those that are around, those that had gathered them, that are kind of holding them, and they're just trying to fight out of their hand. The other 10 are just attentively sitting in somebody's arm, hanging onto their their shoulder or something. What do you say? Um, this This person is your leader. You belong to this person and must take direction and order from this person, and they will feed and protect you. All right, so there is no like charm or, or, or you know, quest or geese or anything like that. So I'm just going to roll it, which tantamount to a wisdom saving throw that that they might go. May I make a suggestion? Yeah, I'd love it. Uh, persuasion versus insight would make the most sense. There you go, yeah. Oh. That it's, you right. know, if it's not a prof, if they're not proficient, you know, on either side, it'd be charisma versus wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So she's well, trying to convince them. Good. Wisdom. Yeah. I had that much good. All right, so, so do you have persuasion, it. Zelen? Um, I do have persuasion. Good. Oh. Well, it's only a plus two, though. Yeah, but that's way better than what I got right here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I guess I'm just going to roll this in mass. I don't want to roll it. Am I rolling something? Yeah, you're going to roll, you're rolling persuasion. He's rolling his, uh, with whatever. Now, are we, is she doing it per lizard or just a a one for, or you're doing yours in mass, so it's just. Yeah, do roll per lizard. That's fine. Okay. You won. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just rolled a natural one. These things have a wisdom of 10, so that is a zero modifier. So with so, your natural one? So with your... No, I had, this was my second roll. My oh, first gotcha. roll was a three, so with my persuasion modifier, it's a five. Yeah, so the least you could roll is a three. Okay. Isn't it? It's a plus two? You didn't see your modifiers? Uh, yeah, least you could roll. Yeah, the least you could roll is a three. So your smallest number for any of them is going to be a three. And I, I rolled rock bottom. Oh, okay, good. So yeah. I win? Yeah, yeah you win. Okay. I, <laughs> so, so I, I, I was going for triumph. For I mean. yeah. So with that, uh, you could predict that those four are always going to be a little more on the feisty side right. uh, and not want to follow direction or they're Attack not going to go to bed on time. Yeah. Those might be our, yeah, uh, our militia uh, lizards. And, right. uh, but they they do seem to catch on to that. Uh, thanks, thanks, Boris. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Uh, and... Um, I think we might need to spend a bit more time to monitor these lizards. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. I've been, I've been cooking that one up for a few minutes. Yeah. Nice. yeah. This has been yeah. stewing in your coal. Nice. You're welcome your for mouth. that one. I can hear the groans coming in now. Yeah. yeah. Fuel me. <laughs> so the scale of that joke just throws me. Oh, brother. <laughs> so that's where we're going. Oh, it's great. And I, I suck at this game. Two and a half weeks after the town hall... Um, just rolling to see what... I've got another one, and I'm not going to say it. ...counters there are. <laughs> yeah, Jacob, your people are more regularly bringing in game. Perfect. And yeah, so that that's working very, very well. And My training, members are beating each other up better. Training's going very, very well. You think these guys are... They're looking pretty competent, and uh, both when it comes to the ranged weapons, when it comes to uh, the combat of, uh, you know, melee weapons, and you're developing shields... You're working up the rudiments of putting together. Well, probably like a like a lime forge. You're making will be like kind of a concrete and stone. You're, you're putting yeah. things together. Uh, Zelen, your spell casting better. That uh, 
pretty much on command when they're bringing up that, uh, we said it was Uko's Light you were teaching them, mm-hmm. that they're, they got it. You know, they're, they're, Lasden's Light. Oh, sorry, Lasden's Last, yeah. Light. Whomever's you're, Light. You're bringing it right up each time. So they're getting pretty good with what they're doing. It's, it's, it's really going very well. Um, someone yells from the periphery. It, it seems that uh, Arch has set up uh, what's tantamount to a skirmish line outside this area. Good on him. And the yell that's coming in is riders coming in. And mm-hmm. it's coming from the direction of Arkland Barony, you know, the northwest, where this valley eventually opens up into what would be Arkland Barony. Gotcha. Uh, since I've been doing more training than anything else, I think it'd be reasonable to assume that I'm armored and geared up. Yes, it does. I'm going to go and greet them riders. Okay, so you step forward. There is no road or trail. You're just in a, an area of open yeah, space. Yeah, wherever they're coming through. And, uh, and again, you haven't heard it for so long, the sound of horses that they're riding in. Uh Boris, go ahead and roll that as a perception roll. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll take a position near the, the the side of the skirmish line, standing next to the archers or whoever's there. And Zell says, I throw a dart. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can. Taking out six horses and a rider. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> goes ask over teacups over the back of a saddle. And trying, like... trying to give Boris support to make sure that, you know, no, no one's going to, if in case these are good guys, which we're hoping they're good guys. 13 on that perception. You would say it's at least a half dozen horses okay. as they're they're riding through that. You know, you yeah, can't quite I'm, make them out. Half dozen riders, maybe more. Wherever I have more. been gathering, I'm coming from the opposite side of Jacob. Yeah. So that have, Boris is... There yeah. is really a mixed group. It's people that are moving also in your direction, mm-hmm. uh, and your own militias and spellcasters are among them. And then a lot of people are just moving away because they just don't know what this means. And right, which is, which is smart. Like, That's you know, what yeah, we yeah. want. Yeah. Are, they, are they displaying any colors? Are they... Uh, through all the trees and what you can't see them, it's like okay. they're across an open field or something from a distance. But, I'm gonna, but no. I'm gonna untrained. Get back, get back. Just the people we've trained come oh, forward oh, oh. with us. Okay, and, I thought you were gonna do something and untrained. That almost makes them. It, it gives them permission. And those that are not, they're they're grabbing their stuff and they're they're backing up or finding cover. Yeah, right. making kind of a militia display with it. And within five minutes, the horses are coming up. They're riding up. They're very clear now. And as they break through the trees and come into your area, go ahead and roll in nits. Ooh. Nice. 17. Seven. Nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at 14. Uh, 17, Boris. Hail the riders. Who uh, comes? And as you see that, uh, the, the lead rider, he wheels like into your direction. Like he, he didn't note where you were mm-hmm. out of this group of people. And he does that. And you can even tell just on the expression of his face, he's smiling at this point because he sees a guy in armor. Yeah. And it could mean, oh, you're my principal foe. Yeah, that, that uh, how that goes. Yeah, loosening but not drawing sword. And as this rider approaches, it's slowing down. You would already think he's non-combative because no rider in an attack would slow down at that moment mm. um, unless he was going to challenge you to some kind of individual combat. Uh, and as it comes up just at a canter and it comes to a stop, um, he says, Hail, Boris, and you recognize him as being Tom Gillenhorn. He's one of Warland's people. Gillenhorn, what are uh, you doing out here? Same thing you're doing. We got the word from the Druids that uh, you're setting up some kind of a colony here. Uh, Warland is very interested. He wants these people to be part of his people immediately. Uh, so whatever you need to say to them to say that they are Warland Barony, uh, we are, in, in a sense, planting our flag here, uh, that they are under the protection of the Baron of Warland. Good, good. Uh, Arch, this is Tom Gillenhorn, sent on behalf of the Baron of Warland. And seeing, he says... And, seeing and, the, uh, the, the 
in the colloquial, the friendly nature, I'll like bring all Loosh. the arch. <laughs> 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 he gave us the soup on a loose. Hi, I'm Tom Gillenhorn, pincushion. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. I hope I trade them better. <laughs> and then just have them take their arrows down. Like, they all in. miss, and you're like, really? <laughs> Guys, just, come, come on, on. That's somehow worse. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Arch comes up, introduction to Donald around, and he says, you know, that again, repeating to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Looks at you as Mayor, um, uh, Mayor Arch, uh, and he goes, Dear Skinner, Mayor Dear Skinner. Um, right now, the Baron of Warland is uh, open up communication with the Baron of Archland. Uh, the easiest way, we're here by horse. I mean, what was it? How many weeks ago? A month and a half? I'm forgetting now. Something, yeah. That you left to, to go on foot into the mountains. It is an easy ride from Warland. Good. Uh, down the Warland Road to uh, Archland Barony, uh, and then heading east, southeast. Arkland? Uh, sorry, yes, Arkland. Uh, <laughs> I got arch in my head from the Yeah, there. sure. Um, um, east, southeast into this region of the Brimmore Hills. So we're looking at establishing a way to go back and forth between Arkland, uh, maybe a, a tariff, a trade tax, or something else like that. All the better. Zellan and I approach uh, at this point. We've, yeah, you're all up there. Uh, some of them have been trained as scouts by uh, Jacob here, and we've found... Oh, the cartographer, yes. Yeah. Copper. <laughs> Got a nickname. Copper up in, the, <laughs> up in the mountains here. That we hadn't heard. Um, Zellan's um, communication through the Druids had said things about uh, farmland and trees and maybe some stone that could be of value. Some more recent find. Ah, uh, that, that is a game changer. Indeed. Um, and again, he turns more toward um, uh, Mayor Deerskinner than to, uh, than to the rest of you. And he said, that is such a tremendous find. Uh, there, there are no copper mines in the lowland areas of Orland Barony. This being the first means a tremendous amount of wealth and influx coming from this area uh, into the, the general barony of Orland. Uh, and he turns to you, Boris, and says, Warland itself, meaning the town of Warland, mm-hmm. uh, is growing already. It's already becoming a larger place. Magnificent. Uh, so this will be very, very well met by the Baron himself. Yeah, while he's having that conversation with Arch, I'll go to Boris and just say, would we like to bring them into the, uh, the, the city proper? Like actually yes. Yeah. Dismount, have a, have a meeting. Yeah, right. so you bring him in, and you guys are, are having this Show meeting. Show off the construction. Right, all things happening, where you're planning, where directions are. Uh, he communicates to you over this time that he's not here to set up a contingent, uh, that from what he understood, you're training your own people. Indeed. Uh, the Baron of Warland believes it'd be best that um, that your own people, Mayor Deerskinner, are the ones that are enforcing you know the laws, the wills of your of people in this region uh, under the, the 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 banner under the flag of the uh, of Warland Barony. That we don't want to have his soldiers here. You are now your militia are his soldiers. It is the militia of. What did you call this place? Weldon. Um, uh, the militia of Weldon, and and thus should always be raised from Weldon and its officers and its leaders from Weldon themselves. And he said, oh, and with that thought in mind, he takes out of uh, a bag he was carrying over his shoulder, he pulls out a cloth banner, um, and you note right away that it has uh, like keys on it and a lion's head, uh, other details, and he says, this has already been established as the banner for this region, that this is the banner then of the people and the region of Weldon. 
cool. Um, and obviously, yeah, the uh, uh, Arch is really excited. Yeah. It seem <laughs> well, especially because there isn't going to be, you know, even temporarily what could be tantamount to an occupational force, that it's going to be just his people. He said, um, if we could uh, stay here for a couple of days, rest our horses, um, you know, reprovision ourselves, uh, we're heading back toward the border of Arkland uh, to establish the location where our people are traveling from Arkland back into Warland Barony mm-hmm. uh, along that road. A, a new road is being established. Right now, it's just a cut trail uh, that takes it from the Warland Road over to this valley. It, it didn't exist before. Um, and again, looking at uh, Arch, and he is saying, um, we'll have a pers- we'll have uh, a contingency of guards and probably building some sort of a, a cabin or a blockhouse there. So there'll always be someone there to safeguard your people as they leave Weldon and are heading into Archland. And then, of course, Boris, you know that there's already a... Um, uh, a fortification between right. um, both Arkland and Weld in um, uh, Warland. Good. So that that goes on for like the next day. A lot of talk, a lot of you know, a communication of ideas. Fair bit of celebration. Things that are happening. A celebration like that. And unless you have other things to tell them, uh, they're going to be leaving in about two days. I didn't. I I know we didn't have anything really set up because we knew that uh, visitors and and trading was going to be happening later. We probably don't have a stable set up for. This kind of stuff. So some Probably sort of not. rudimentary structure might be being built that afternoon after they've arrived or while they're there to get them somewhere. Keep to the rain off horses, the horses. Keep the rain off of them. I want to actually spend a bit more time because looking at it now with this new scope of uh, getting an idea for these kind of saddles is take a look at those saddles from their horses mm, and okay. see what ideas I can get for what they have on them, what makes them work, how best I might be able to adapt them to a lizard body with what I know about those lizards, but just kind of looking at it with that kind and of... And their size and shape and things exactly. like that. Sure. Yeah. I would think we're just talking about probably an intelligence, unless you have a skill set that would uh, would work with that. Skills for crafting. Investigation, right? I'd argue personally. Is yeah, a role, Is a straight intelligence role different than your, your uh, investigation nope, role? Those are the exact yeah, same Yeah, so thing. good and roll that. Ooh, natural 17. 19. Nice. All right. Nice. So... Good. Yeah, make, just make a note of that on your character sheet that oh. uh, that you have that and you're working on that. And that was your your ability to observe and uh, you believe recreate as awesome. you're, you're developing these things. What are the odds they brought me any more map making supplies from Moreland? Uh, I'd say exceedingly low. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Roll a four for me. <laughs> you're going low? Yeah, I'm going low okay, again. Here it comes. It always works out so well. Oh, oh, 96. Yeah. Technically, it's the opposite of four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, nothing like that. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Next but time we ask the bluebirds, maybe I'll men- make sure to mention it. Yeah. During this time that we're here, do you have a map that I could take back to the Baron? I, uh, yeah, probably. I, I, I probably at have- at least a copy of something yeah. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, take um, take or, the area from uh, where we got to uh, remembering the name, remembering that, Shepton. Yeah. Remembering that area and kind of giving them like up until the, uh, what's it called? The complex, that, that, that tunnel that we went through, because I guess oh, yeah. I've done much past that point right, uh, right now. So. Maybe just a, a rudimentary sketch of where the, um, the, yeah. the, the, the Bugbear's Valley was, Honestly, the, the could... Notch Cleft, and probably mapping out the creeks. Yeah, uh, that that are what unify this. Probably area. do yeah, something keep, on a bit of hide too, yeah. if nothing there else. There you go. I'll keep I'll keep my like my rough, my rough drafts, but then I'll spend some of the time while they're here to make a better version on a hide of Perfect. that area up to that uh, up to the yeah the that, complex. That's great. So you're working on that. I'd like to ask if there's any news of salt. Yeah. Um, when we were when we were <laughs> not Morris Young necessarily, <laughs> but um, when we were going through town, there was so much concern about salt, and I I'm curious to know is is that still a concern? Is that 
it's been a point that's it's one of the reasons why it'll be easy to set up negotiations uh, for trade and passage through Arkland by so many uh, Warland Barony citizens, because we're now getting our salt from the south. Uh, it's coming up from the, the southern baronies and the free baronies, uh, and some is being imported uh, from um, uh, the Confederation of Duchies. We're not getting anything from Vlackveld any longer. That's interesting. Mm. There's a new market, though, that sprung up in Gryon, and it's some of the best salt. <laughs> <laughs> from Morris Go Young there. Salt. Um, that, I, I don't know the name of that individual, but uh, I don't know of any salt that's now coming down from Gryon or that region. Oh. Because at Grine, you're getting pretty close to uh, Vistari Barony, mm-hmm. still an abandoned barony. Uh, I understand squatters. A lot of squatters are living in that, that region. Oh, that's mm. interesting. But, uh, but north of that, that into like Blackveld, out ago. toward yeah, the right. sea, no. We, we, we haven't had shipments in that direction at all. Hmm. So oh. everything comes from the, the, the south, the, very far in the south. Gotcha. What? Ready to move on? I think so. All right. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, a couple of days later, they're, they're ready. They're in good shape. Um, and I could imagine you probably have notes in the form of reports, uh, along with your, your actual map you put on a, you, you redrew on a piece of hide, yeah. uh, any kind of a written report that you would have put together, yeah, you know, whatever material you have to write that on probably a hide again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you send that off, uh, to send back to the Baron of Warland. Uh, anything for the Druids, I guess you could have already done with uh, just yeah. the Bluebirds whenever you want a lot, lot better. And so they leave again. There's a new energy in this area. Uh, and also in that time, uh, you've had people that have, have you know, taken various kinds of rawhide, uh, woven it into almost like dream catchery kind of things, uh, and they've worked the stones, some of these pieces of jasper into it, and those have been given to those uh, three principal individuals, uh, Sarkum, Sert, and Corin, uh, as well as the, uh, the most principal, the, the nicest shaped and colorful piece uh, to Arch himself. And I would recommend that they send one back for, if this is going to be part of their symbol, they should send one back to um, the Baron of Warland too. Oh, that's a good idea. They, yeah, had, they, had, a total of, they had a total of six. Okay, so make that a note would... of that. So. Yeah, nice. nice. You're sen- sending one of the, uh, the symbols back. Then uh, moving forward about another week and a half. So you've been here for the better part of a, a month, or rather, or rather I should say a month since the uh, town hall. You've been here for a total of about six weeks. It's been a, yeah, a, a, almost two months, a yeah. long time. The place is starting to feel more like home. Uh, there's more permanent buildings that have been built around this area. They recognize that if they're going to have riders coming in from um, Warland Barony periodically, you know, the, the more uh, lowland areas of Warland Barony, that they do need some kind of a shed and a place to put these horses up, uh, other buildings nearby, storing lumber. It's become a little bit of a town. Suggestions of an inn. Right yeah, here. creating yeah. like a, a, a trading post, kind of like where people come in, where they can offload, unload, and, and reload stuff that they're taking back and forth. It's just creating an actual structure for that Yeah, to someplace to hold the copper so that yeah. they... What honestly I think could be very interesting is eventually forming a branch of the Corman Road and pushing way south from here. Mm, yeah. yeah. That it becomes a very major trade hub heading up north. Yeah. yeah that might be cool. another... another the project that starts that I might spearhead is just building another structure. It'd be part of the stables, part of the uh, the, the trade center where things would happen. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and uh, working with Arch to do just that, uh, he had also had ideas that we do need to store this wood underground and, or not underground, undercover. <laughs> yeah, and, Start digging. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and that the more stuff is being brought in and more people need to be organized and fed and everything else, 
you just have to have structures that are right there. Mm -hmm. Right. So a number of people, they haven't abandoned their homes wherever they came from, but it's like they have a, a secondary home and uh, it is becoming more town-like and they'd go to all of you, Boris in particular, to how, how are we laying this out town-wise in relation to where this palisade is going to be? Is it inside mm -hmm. or is it outside of where this, uh, this fortification will be ultimately? So we'll make those decisions and you'll probably work up some kind of a map for that, Knowing won't you, Victor? Me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like I'd said, uh, you know, uh, more time has gone by. And once you get to that like six week point, yeah, there's up one of the creeks and I, I haven't actually named them here. I should probably get into that as we map out this region. Uh, but um, a little ways away, like, you know, kind of a, a 10 minute run or jog away, uh, word comes down that uh, we're being attacked. Uh, that there are monsters that come out of the out of the out of the trees uh, up above us. They're they're attacking now. Uh, and again, you know, various militia peoples aren't even here. You have them like patrolling here, moving around there, looking at various creeks. Uh, but there's obviously attack that's happening yeah. about ten minutes uh, away. I'd give a shout to any nearby, grab my own gear and start moving. Yeah. So, so two of your people are with you right now, Boris. The rest are off doing their own things. Yeah. It's not and a training time. If we happen to catch other people as we go heading in the direction where that's going, we'll you know, grab your stuff. Let's okay. move. And grab your bows, stay on my heels, keep on. Okay. Keep on and you back. have uh, three of your people are with you right now. Um, and Bo you're, we'll consider you unarmored at this point too. Yeah, it's like not during a training I, time. And obviously I'm going to be doing the same thing. Um, if anybody's near me, but I'm also going to give direction to the townspeople to get into the shelters and um, and barricade themselves inside until they hear word. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, hype is with you, but that's the only one of the, the like the druid contingents that's with you right Glad now. Glad has a hype man. <laughs> I think it's actually a hype woman. I'll, I'll double check. I put genders on these. I'll check my privilege. Sorry. Uh, no, you're right. It, <laughs> it, it, it is a hype man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so you're running in that direction. Go ahead and roll in. It's just about an idea of where we are once we get to the actual combat area. That's Jeez. oh, nice. All right, let, let's hear four. Wow. I'm I'm kind of strolling. I'm not. <laughs> Nineteen. Twenty-three. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a jog. You're running in that direction. You get to what's more of a clearing, and on the far side of that, you can see that there is a, a number of these wasps. You know, these big ones. At least a dozen of them are currently in contact with your people. Thanks for listening. Curious to see Weldon's Banner? Find it on TheEmpire'sEdge.com. Tell us what you think on Twitter with the hashtag Unnatural20. Support us on Subscribestar.com slash the dash empires dash edge.